What's up, bro, with these niggas, man? As soon as you see these niggas, these niggas want to cop blue here. I just woke up to the money today. Fuck all that demon shit, I'm about to pray. I really posted on blocks with the days. I'm thinking about putting some stock in the braids. Back a little bitch, you ain't bad enough. All of my bars get mounted up. But time my rich bitch, I'm paddocked up. Yellow skin bitches, she tatted up. Got a boy and got options. Get up your bag and you pop shit. Gelato smell just like a marsh pit. No more bottom, we sipping on active. I got more money than all of you. If I feel like you smoke, then I'm calling out niggas. Look, nigga, look, nigga, you act like you bitch. What up? I'm back with the pod. Really excited for today's episode. I am doing a super, Super Bowl special. I've been working on this one for a while. That's why I'm a little bit late on it. But, promise is worth the wait. First off, uh, let's go through the commercial count during the Super Bowl. Twelve, I counted on my phone, twelve slow piano commercials. Four racial equality commercials. Not that that's a bad thing, I'm just saying. Five COVID commercials and one TikTok commercial. It was the John Travolta one towards the beginning. My favorite commercial, believe it or not, was the one that took a lot of a lot of flack for. It's the Will Ferrell Norway Sweden electric car commercial. I it really made me giggle when he caught the arrow <laughs> when the girl shot it. I thought that was hilarious. And then he caught it with his mouth. Oh, man, that was funny. But other than that, let's get into the game here. All right. So uh, it goes without mentioning, uh, the Super Bowl did not uh, live up to the hype that us fans expected. Ugh. Tom Brady and the Bucks completely dominated the Chiefs, 31-9. to It seemed the storyline everyone kind of glazed over when predicting the game made all the difference, and that storyline was the missing offensive lineman for the Chiefs. Pat, Pat Mahomes was running for his life all game. Left and right tackles, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz were both out with injuries, and he was sure as hell missing his bodyguards on uh, on Sunday. Alongside, you know, the injuries, it, it helps to bring up that the, the makeshift Chiefs offensive line had to deal with probably the best pass rush since the 07 Giants when they took down the 18-0 Patriots. And <clears throat> to make it come full circle, I know this was 2011, but it was still the Giants. Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett did not let the Chiefs develop anything on offense outside of the greatest incompletions probably in NFL history. <laughs> Even when Mahomes is under extreme pressure, he's still truly a magician with the ball. That one freeze frame where he's kind of on his way to the ground and he throws it sidearm and gets it in, almost makes the makes Pringle catch the ball in the back left of the end zone. Oh my God. That, that could have been the best play in NFL history right there. Man. Anyways. Also, another thing. Um, anybody notice CBS's new font on their scoreboard? I thought that was a really cool look, especially for CBS. So I was kind of mesmerized by that during the first half. I hope they keep that going because that was a really cool scoreboard look. Um, back to the game. The first half uh, consists of a lot of you know Tom rubbing in the Patriots' faces by throwing three touchdowns to pass Patriots. Two to Gronk and one to AB at the end of the half. 
Um, the Chiefs certainly helped them with several, several penalties to help the Bucks um, lead the half 21 to six. Which it inclines me to pose the question, why didn't it look this easy when you were with the Pats, Tom? You know, growing up a diehard Pats fan, every Super Bowl we played in gave my brothers and I a heart attack. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to act like a spoiled brat or anything. I'm just, I'm just saying those were some of the craziest nights of our lives, and our hearts would just be pumping all night long. We'd just be sweating. We couldn't sit down. And I mean, think about it. Adam Vinatieri twice. Malcolm Butler, twenty-eight to three. That's four games right there. Four Super Bowls where my heart rate eclipsed two hundred. <laughs> Man, that Seahawks game. Seahawks versus Patriots. I can't remember the Super Bowl number, but that was the one that I was the most nervous to watch because I felt the Seahawks were so much better than us, and for Malcolm Butler to come up with an inter- interception at the end was just so shocking to everybody that was the craziest football game i think i've ever seen probably more crazy than the 28 to 3 game because we always felt like we had a chance in that in that falcons game but man those were some crazy games anyways i'll stop being a diehard pats fan for a minute the second half in super bowl 55 back to 55 looked similar to the first mahomes mahomes running for his life like a six-year-old playing tag on the playground you know and still walking like you just got off the water slide. <laughs> and uh, Brady in the running game, killing time in the second half to uh, finally get to a 31-9 to Super Bowl victory. Now, there was a point when it was 28-9, to and the Chiefs were kind of down the whole game, rather than, other than when they were up 3-0. to When it was 28-9, to did anybody else feel like the Chiefs kind of had a chance? Like they would get things clicking, um, but they just they just couldn't couldn't get things going ever. There was just too much damn pressure on him by by those by that Bucks defense line. They were just crazy all night long. And guys like Devin White and Levante David, I think those guys are the reason why this team was so good this year, especially this defense. Those guys can fly around. Any team would be lucky to have those two. Especially the Cowboys. <laughs> I've seen some tape on LVE and Jalen Smith. Oh, man, the Cowboys would die for a couple guys like those. <laughs> All right, so 31-9. to The Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. Now, we can't go without reviewing the game, without revisiting our predictions from last week when I made them on the pod. Now, I made four predictions. i got to find them here. First prediction, there will be a pick in one of the final two drives of the game. Yes, I got that one right. Devin White picked off Mahomes on Kansas City's last drive. My second prediction, a complimentary receiver will either have 100 yards or two touchdowns. And yes, Gronk scored two touchdowns, so I'll take that one as well. My third prediction, there will be a 10-plus point comeback by the Bucks to win. And I kind of got a half right on that one. No, but I gave myself a no because Tampa dominated all night. The only lead KC had was 3-0, and that doesn't count. 
So I'll take the loss on that one because I won the fourth one, which was the Bucks win. My score prediction was 38 to 34, but I gave it to myself because a win is a win. So I went three for four on my predictions for Super Bowl. So maybe I'll start a sports betting business and we could just have 75% victories all the time. Anyways, another cool thing I like to do every year when I watch the Super Bowl is I like I make it a point to to look at all the players who get rings. Because believe it or not, Tom Brady wasn't the only player on on Tampa Bay's roster. There was like 50 other guys. So here's some players that caught my eye. Uh, Ndamukong Su, he was an LA Ram in 2018 when they lost to the Patriots, 13 to three. Antonio Brown, not don't really need an explanation for this one. He's a former Patriot, but other than that, I really don't have to say much. I think you can all agree with me. Uh, the next one, I mentioned him earlier, Jason Pierre-Paul, played a huge role on the Giants, dominating the Pats in uh, 2011, and that is Jason Pierre-Paul's second ring, both involving Tom Brady in some capacity. The next person is Antoine Winfield Jr., who, if you don't remember, um, his, his dad, Antoine Winfield Sr., played 14 years, I believe, with the Bills and the Vikings, never won a ring. Antoine Winfield Jr. is a rookie. Last person on this list, and the person who's sparking me to make a list of the celebrities who I'm most jealous of their careers, LaShawn McCoy. This is his second Super Bowl in a row, and he was placed on the inactive list both years. He won the Super Bowl with Kansas City last year, he won with Tampa Bay this year and didn't play a single snap for, for either team. So my list so far, LaShawn McCoy and Godier, who I mentioned earlier, who made somebody that I used to know. So we'll, we'll keep that list going as, as the pod continues. <clears throat> so let's move on to the man himself, Tom Brady. I'm beyond happy for him to win his, his seventh ring with a different franchise. When he left, I wanted him to show that he can do it without Belichick and prove the haters wrong. I never expected him to win a ring his first year, but Tom proved he is inevitable. He wins wherever he goes, and everybody else around him wins as well. He has a gravitational pull to not only a franchise, but a city unlike any other athlete we've ever witnessed. Players that probably come close are LeBron and Jordan, right off the top. But other than that, we've never seen anything like Tom. So I pulled some fun Super Bowl slash playoff Tom Brady facts that will make us all want to reflect on our own lives. Let's get into it. Super Bowl completions. Tom Brady has 277 passes. Complete has completed 277 passes in Super Bowls. The second place person. Peyton Manning with 103. Way more than double the amount of completions the second place quarterback has. Next stat, passing yards. Super Bowl passing yards. Brady has thrown for 3,039 yards in Super Bowls. Kurt Warner is second with 1,156. So almost three times as many yards as a second place quarterback. Tom Brady holds the record for the most playoff passing touchdowns by a Bucks QB. 
You know who's second? I'll give you a second to think about it. If you guess Brad Johnson with five, you're correct. Tom Brady had ten this playoff run. And this is career with with the with the Bucks. He's already he doubled the career passing touchdowns in the playoffs for Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. Okay, let's get on to a couple of my th these two stats are probably my favorite. He has won a Super Bowl in each of the past three decades. Isn't that crazy? So he won one. He won a, won a few in the 2000s, won a few more in the 2010s. Now he's got one in 2021. I believe he had three in 2000, three in 2010, and then he's got the one now. So yeah, that's seven. How about that? That will never, ever be done again. Only quarterback to win a Super Bowl with both an AFC and an NFC team. Now, this confused me for a little bit because I was thinking, there's got to be someone else, right? Peyton Manning? No, he played both AFC teams. He was with Broncos and Colts. Was it Joe Montana? No, he was just NFC, never won one with the Chiefs. And I couldn't really think of anybody else, but that's, that's a pretty interesting stat. Only quarterback to win a Super Bowl for both conferences. And here's a side note. Not Tom Brady related um, fully, but just a Super Bowl fun fact. The Chiefs won the coin toss, which means the coin toss winner has now lost seven straight Super Bowls. How about that? Now that's something I will definitely be keeping on my mind next year when we watch the Super Bowl. And I'm, I'm excited to see when that one will be broken. Sorry, it's having a little bit of a mini kitty. So, enough Super Bowl talk. We're all kind of in the hangover stage. I think we get it. I think we've gotten the uh, enough Tom Brady drills into our heads. I wanted to bring up the topic. What does this mean for the Patriots? It's like your hot girlfriend breaking up with you after what you thought was going to be a lifelong relationship. But now you're kind of stuck to yourself and you got to work on yourself now. Sunday reminded us to move on and focus on New England Patriots football. It's time to get aggressive in the draft <laughs> and free agency because Tom Brady covered up so many flaws the Patriots had during his tenure with the team. So let's get into what we have going into the 2021 season. The Pats have loads of young talent on defense, guys like Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, Chase Winovich, and we have, we have a few COVID opt-out stars that are coming back as well. We got Dante Hightower, maybe. He could be retiring, but if he comes back, that would be cool. Uh, but it, he could potentially come back as like a linebacker's coach or something. Patrick Chung coming back. Not sure how he'll fit in the offense because we do have – um, some good safeties back there. We have Duggar and Phillips are both safeties, and we have Devin McCourty still. So, so it'll be interesting to see where Pat Chung um, fits in this year. And then Marcus Cannon on the offensive line. That'll be awesome to see him come back. He's always been great for us. Now, the offense is lacking at 
most positions. Most most of the skill positions outside of you know the running backs and the, I believe the offensive line is above average. I think we have a good offensive line. But here's what I think needs to happen this offseason. I can't remember where we're picking. It's uh, 15, I think. I think we're at 15. We need to go get a receiver or a tight end, the best available of the two. If Kyle Pitts is there, draft him. If he's not there and Jalen Waddell is there, go pick him up. If neither of those guys are there, there will be a, there will be a freak athlete there for you to pick up. There's plenty of depth in this draft. You should not be able to, to screw up this, this first round uh, pick. Go get a veteran quarterback who can actually throw the ball and doesn't take three seconds for his windup. I say throw the kitchen table or the kitchen tank, kitchen sink, wherever the stupid saying is, <laughs> and go get Russell Wilson because he can really make a difference in New England and he'd look great in, in a Patriots uniform. A couple other guys, Derek Carr, who I think is a really efficient quarterback, and Jimmy Garoppolo, who, who the team already loves and he already knows the offense uh, somewhat. If he stays healthy, that would be a great pick for us because I don't think he's too expensive. Other things we should do, we need to re-sign J.C. Jackson, David Andrews, James White, and Joe Tooney. Those guys are essential to the success of the Patriots team, and we need to move on from Cam Newton and Jason McCourty or Lawrence Guy. Jason McCourty is 34. And yes, that obviously means Devin's 34, but Devin's a lot, I think is a lot better than Jason. And we have a few other younger cornerbacks who are coming up. And Lawrence Guy is a, is a free agent. He's 31 and he's aging a little bit. And the pass rush was 27th in the league this year. So there could definitely be some improvement on the line. And maybe we should move on from some, from some guys there. And Cam Newton, I think that goes without saying. I think I, had, I really enjoyed watching him, to be honest. I was really rooting for him. I think he's great for the public. He's a great leader. He's a great talker. But it just didn't seem to work in New England for him. He, the throwing just didn't pan out. He was a good runner. I enjoyed week one against the Dolphins. I thought we were set up for greatness week one, and after that we kind of folded. Um, so I... I think it's time we move on. He was a great bridge quarterback to see kind of where the rest of the team fell. But I think it's time we we focus on getting the next guy in here and building around him. And lastly, and most importantly, let your feelings go for Tom Brady. And it's time to work on yourself, take care of this team, and go try and beat him because we have him on the schedule for regular season this year. Let's work to beat the Buccaneers this year and get further than Tampa Bay. That is the ultimate goal. And that is my Super Bowl special. Hope everybody enjoyed. I wanted to keep it clear and concise. Next pod will be non-sports related. Still don't know what it's going to be. And I will be back whenever I decide to record a podcast. Peace.